0: It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's Daniel Mullen sitting down with one of today's top music makers on Real Roots Radio. Becky Buller on Real Roots Radio with nothing to you. Well, it is something to us to have the award-winning Becky Buller joining us on the banjo show today. How you doing, Miss Becky?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. I'm hollering because I'm in Tennessee and and you're in Ohio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. For, for folks that uh, may uh, not be uh, aware, you were supposed to be in studio with us today.
1: But I that... know. I was so excited to actually see uh, Real Roots Radio HQ there in Zenia because I've never been to the house that Mullen built. <laughs> 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 and and then Ned got the COVID. Yeah. And, uh, that 19
0: business, the nineteen business strikes again, right? Uh, gracious <laughs> mercy
1: me. But anyway, they're they're doing all right. They're on the mend and um the band and I are looking forward to heading to Wichita next weekend for the Kansas Bluegrass Association's winter fest. I've never been to that. I'm super excited about it. And uh, I apologize to everybody up there that was planning to come see us um, tonight at the Penny Royal Opera House and tomorrow night in Barbersville at the Mountaineer Opry. We're going to get those rescheduled. It probably won't be till fall, but, but we're working on it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Yeah, you'll have to keep us uh, up to date, and hopefully, that uh, your routing, when those get rescheduled, will include a trip uh, by Xenia so you can stop in here at Real Roots Radio. Uh, I will say that uh, it's not surprising that we have to blame a banjo player for ruining all the fun, right?
1: I know. And speaking of the banjo player, he says he's listening online. So Ned says hi to Daniel and everybody.
0: Uh, Well, we say hey back to Ned.
1: Direct from the Lubarecki Family Leper Colony there in
0: Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, we're having too much fun with Miss Becky already. Uh, Becky, you're in the the spotlight tonight on RFD-TV for My Bluegrass Story, presented by the Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame and Museum. And I hear that you will be playing... A very, very special instrument for bluegrass fans on tonight's episode. Why don't you share that news with us?
1: <laughs> well, Daniel was asking me uh, before we got on the air about about the show and and what they what we'd be talking about and featuring and stuff, and and I told him, well, I got to play Uncle Pen's fiddle, but beyond that, I don't remember what happened because <laughs> it was. It was the end of October 2020 when we filmed that, and so much life has happened since then that I am just as anxious to see how this turned out as everybody else. (laughs) Um, So, But yes, I got to play Uncle Penn's fiddle, Uncle Penn Van Veer, who was such an inspiration to Bill Monroe and taught him all these tunes. I played the Methodist preacher on it, which I believe is one of the tunes that um, Uncle Penn. Talk to bill I think it's uh if I remember correctly help me out here but I, I believe that's on the uncle pen album that Monroe did back in the day I think so yeah
0: wow that that uh
1: well, and thats a, by the way that that's a great album if you've never heard it look for it I believe it's on YouTube um, might be on Spotify and other streaming platforms at this point but it's uh uncle uncle penn record from uh Bill Monroe and the bluegrass boys
0: uh, growing up and and being a a bluegrasser, um, we all know that uh, that Monroe looked up to his uncle Penn so much, and he always had a deep love of the fiddle. So to get to play an instrument uh, that inspired Bill Monroe had to be pretty surreal.
1: Oh my gosh, it was very trippy, <laughs> but nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Becky Buller's going to be on my bluegrass story tonight. You you spoke in the little teaser that's the uh, the commercial, I guess you could say, the promo for tonight's episode about the fiddle and uh, why it is such a a challenging instrument. And one thing you said is that the fiddle uh will kind of bring about some insecurities. Uh, how so? Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I said it's an insecurity amplifier, so you can hear if I'm having a bad day, you can hear it in my playing for sure. Um, it's a nerve-wracking instrument, and, I, you know, and it's just hard to learn in the first place. You know, when somebody is saying, you know, which bluegrass instrument is the easiest to learn? You know, fiddle is definitely not the one to point them to because of the bow. Yeah, it just—it smells fear, and it, <laughs> it will—it will run away with you.
0: <laughs> it smells fear. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I've always felt that you know i'm i'm not musically inclined like like papa joe or like you miss buller but uh, in addition to something as uh, as ominous as the fiddle amplifying insecurities songwriting can do the same thing because you you kind of <laughs> ba- bear it all on the page uh but you've kind of uh fa- climbed that mountain as well um which uh which is more intimidating bearing your heart out uh, on the fiddle or in a song
1: Oh, fiddle, definitely fiddle, and, and, and double stops in third position. <laughs> With the songwriting, I mean, you can change the names to protect the guilty. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's always a little bit of me in every song that I write. Um, some of it's more obvious than others. but um, But yeah, to me, the fiddle... Playing fiddle is definitely more intimidating. And for me, um, and people are always asking me why I chose the fiddle. And I really, and I know I said this in the show tonight, but but the fiddle definitely chose me. I wanted to sing in my parents' band. Um, I was already starting to write songs at that point. And um, my parents said, it's a bluegrass band. You have to play something. That's how it works in a bluegrass band. Everybody plays something. Everybody sings something. Everybody does everything in a bluegrass band. (laughs) Um and so the only thing they didn't have was a fiddle. And I didn't know about the Dobro at that point. It wasn't on my radar. So um I said, Okay, I'll play fiddle. Just so I can be in your band. Just so I could sing in their band. And I really feel like I've always approached the fiddle as and, and Know as something to accompany singing songs, I, I definitely don't know as many fiddle tunes as I ought to, and I don't know enough waltzes. I really, really need to learn more waltzes. Uh,
0: I, I think you'll get there. I mean, you are the first female to win <laughs> fiddle player of the year from the International Bluegrass Music <laughs> Association. So let's, uh, <laughs> I don't think you give yourself enough credit, Miss Becky. <laughs> Uh, Oh, Becky Buller on Real Roots Radio. She'll be on My Bluegrass Story tonight on RFD-TV at 8 p.m. She'll be playing Uncle Penn's fiddle. She'll be giving us uh, the -the behind-the-scenes scoop of uh, her bluegrass story. Uh, You definitely don't want to miss it. Now, Miss Becky, I know that you're a part of a cool new song from Dark Shadow Recording, your record label, Uh, one uh, from an upcoming project from a songwriter extraordinaire and your friend, Mr. Rick Lang. The album's called A Tale to Tell. Tell us about the song that you're a part of called They Sawed Up a Storm.
1: Yes, I'm thrilled to um, sing this song and, and also play clawhammer banjo, and fiddle on it. I love Rick Lang. We write together a lot and have for many years. He's one of my favorite human beings in the whole wide world. And, um, this is a just a, a really cool story song, true story about the women's sawmill at Turkey Pond near Concord, New Hampshire. um There was a huge hurricane that came through in nineteen thirty eight and knocked down just just gobs of trees in this area and and they started you know sawing them up and processing the wood. but then the guys got called away to world War two and so all these farm girls stepped up. And took over
0: working at the sawmills, and so this is their story. Awesome! That's amazing. That's that's remarkable. Um, uh, Rick is such a great songwriter, and leave it to him to take a uh, a cool historical uh, story like that and turn it into a cool new song. And if it's a song about girl power, they knew the gal to call, and that would be Miss Becky Buller. Wait. <laughs> Oh, oh! Uh, I know you br- bring a uh, plenty of horsepower every time you step on stage. Uh, what else is new for uh, Miss uh, Becky Buller and the Becky Buller Band coming up here in
1: 2022? Oh boy! Okay, I'm working on a Christmas record. I'm back in studio Monday. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, and I'm working on Christmas music. There's just something sick and twisted about that. But, but that's how it landed. Um,
0: well, the Becky Buller Band kind of <laughs> is experts in the sick and twisted, right?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. You take that as a compliment. Um, let's see. So, yeah, working on Christmas music, and um, we're going to Wichita um, uh, out to uh, for, to play for the Kansas Bluegrass Association. Very excited to be out there with Fireside Collective and Casey Freeland, uh, her band, Casey and the Attaboys. They're good friends of mine. And um, I'm blanking on the other groups that are playing out there, but we're just thrilled to be headed that way. And then at the end of February, we are um, a couple things happening in Bristol. The first one is Saturday night, the 26th at the Cameo Theater in Bristol, Virginia. We are paying tribute to the life and musical legacy of Gene Boyd, the fiddle and barber from Bristol. Awesome. Um, One of the one of the, men, the, one of the men that we wrote uh, Barber's Fiddle about. So, of course, that's going to be our grand finale is Barber's Fiddle. But uh, the ETSU Pride, uh, Bluegrass Pride Band will be there along with um, Professor Dan and um, Hunter Berry, J.P. Mathis, Fiddling Leona, and Duty Free. So it's going to be a really fun night. I'm just sitting in with the ETSU band. Um, and then my band is coming in for Monday, February 28th. We're going to be at King College, uh, sponsored by their uh, faith and culture institute and we will be uh doing some gospel music talking about faith um uh, for for a class at nine o'clock in the morning at king college and then we'll do a community concert at the birthplace of country music museum at seven o'clock and all that information and along with um with all the workshops that we're doing throughout the year we're going to do some camps this year uh, lots of festivals things i can't talk about yet that are really exciting. Um, There's another TV thing coming up in April that is going to be super exciting. Um, So, yeah, things are cooking. Please keep uh, looking at my website, BeckyBuller.com, and all our social media pages um, for uh, musical mayhem and nonsense. We try to be an island of, uh, of happiness and goofiness in the center of all this heartache we're dealing with.
0: Oh, uh, Becky, Does you do such a great job of bringing joy to the world, both with your your heart, your passion, your music, your quirkiness. Uh, we love you. And folks can go to BeckyBuller.com. Find her on all the social media channels to keep up with all things Becky Buller. Now, before we wrap up, we do have to give a special shout-out. Uh, a, a Becky Buller fan and a listener uh, dropped off a special gift for you. Albeit it wound up. Yes, I'm going to rub it in. They dropped off some great Pimento cheese from Dorothy Lane Market uh, because you are the world's biggest Pimento cheese fan. Uh, Now, (laughs) I'm going to have to uh, shout out uh, to that uh, special Becky Buller fan uh, for for dropping that off.
1: Jerry Bullmaster.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Jerry Bullmaster. Thank you, Jerry, uh, for dropping off the cheese. Um, Everybody at Real Roots Radio is real grateful to you, and uh, someday I'm going to get to try that cheese. I think this is this the second time he's done this. I think it is because I I I think it is. Oops, (laughs) we're gonna get we're gonna hit this right at some point, and I'm gonna get to try that cheese.
0: Now, uh, Miss Becky, you're the you're the world's biggest expert on pimento cheese. So far, where is the best pimento cheese? Until you can uh, get this uh, kind oh of uh, that Jerry yeah. is going to be bringing to you.
1: Wow! So people are very passionate about their pimento cheese. Um, we were down in Roxboro, North Carolina, playing at the Bluegrass Festival there a few years ago. And Buddy Michaels was introducing me on stage, and, and he had brought me a pimento cheese biscuit from a local place and wanted me to take a bite of it right before I'm supposed to sing on stage. <laughs> so, of course, I had to because it's Buddy Michaels, you know. And um, and then he's introducing us, and somebody comes running up to the stage with a, a rubber-made container of homemade pimento cheese, and they're like, we want Becky to try this, but we want it back. <laughs> okay okay but uh my favorite and and you know i i I know i might get some hate mail because of this but my favorite is palmetto that's my favorite store-bought pimento cheese at
0: this point palmetto is your favorite store-bought kind so folks can give that a whirl now now i have to ask uh the flip side tell us the story behind the worst pimento cheese you've ever tried
1: Oh, no. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, worse. Well, let me let me tell you, my favorite homemade is um, Jesse Smathers. Oh, really? And I keep telling it from the Lonesome River Band. Yeah, I yeah. keep telling him every time I see him, I'm like, dude, you should go into business and your pimento cheese skills could fund your bluegrass habit. <laughs> but as far as I know, he hasn't done that yet.
0: Oh, you never know what's going to happen when we get Becky worst, Buller turned loose. Worst pimento cheese. Did you, worst did you think pimento
1: one? cheese. Hmm. I mean, Mrs. Grissom's from Nashville, that's good in a pinch. We've got Mrs. Grissom's right now at the house that my sister-in-law brought over. And, it's, and, and my husband likes a milder pimento cheese. Somebody bought, brought us some... Uh, it was a white pimento cheese from a market in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and that was pretty good. But it was milder. I like the stronger cheese flavor. I'm trying to think it's the worst. Somebody, now, this wasn't the worst, this, but it was interesting. Somebody brought me pimento cheese that had pineapple and nuts in it. What? So it was more like, a, like a, a pimento cheese salad.
0: Huh. Well, that's new.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. But it was, that was, that's probably the weirdest one. The worst one. I don't like the ones that are, I mean, now I like Velveeta. Don't get me wrong. I grew up on Velveeta, but they're not my favorite for sure. The ones that taste more like a Velveeta cheese in there. But I have to think about the worst one. I haven't. <laughs> when, I haven't dwelt on that.
0: You, you chew on it, and next time we finally get you in the studio, <laughs> you can uh, share it with the uh, the world. Okay. Okay.
1: And and my favorite my favorite way that my, my favorite medium for um, eating pimento cheese is a club cracker. I think that's the best.
0: The club pimento cracker, not the wheat cracker. thin, mm-hmm. not the Triscuit. Nope. the club cracker.
1: No, I like Triscuits too, but but the club cracker. It's the buttery thing. I think. <laughs> Makes it so just puts it to eleven.
0: We told you she was the expert. She proved it correct. Uh, we'll find out if she mentions pimento cheese on my Bluegrass Story tonight. Be sure to tune in, RFD TV, 8 o'clock. <laughs> She's got Uncle Penn's fiddle, and hopefully, she didn't get any uh, club cracker butter or pimento cheese on Uncle <laughs> Penn's fiddle. Thank you so much. I
1: promise I didn't. I do remember that. They didn't <laughs> let me eat pimento cheese uh, around uh, Uncle Penn's fiddle. <laughs>
0: Thanks so much for joining us on the air today, Becky. It's been a blast.
1: Thanks, Daniel. See you soon.
0: There's only three things that are worth a solitary dime. That's why the Real Roots Radio app is free. Head to realrootsradio.com for all of the details.